Oh, content creation. We photographers have a love-hate relationship with you, right? But we know creating content on your blog is so beneficial to growing your business in so many ways, right? So if you're struggling to come up with content for your photography business, I'm going to show you how to get your content out there, how to come up with ideas, plus how to get five to 10 pieces of content for social media from one blog post. Welcome to the From Better Half to Boss podcast. I'm Tavia Redburn. And on this show, I share how I retired my husband from his nine to five with my birth photography business, all while homeschooling my three kids. If you have a passion, there is a reason. It's because you were made to follow that passion. It's your time to go from better half to boss. Hey y'all, I'm Tavia and welcome to another episode of the show. We are talking about one of my absolute favorite topics, content creation, and whether or not this is a favorite topic of yours or not, I know that you're going to find a lot of value in this episode. So this is actually an Instagram live that I did a few weeks ago, just sharing with my audience sort of my process and how I think about content creation and how to come up with the ideas. So let's get right into it. I'm really excited to talk about content creation with you guys here today, because I think oftentimes as photographers, um, we don't think of ourselves as content creators, right? In fact, I asked you guys on Instagram this morning, I was like, hey, who of you um, is creating content? And the options were literally never and yes. (laughs) And over 50% of you said literally never. When I said, are you creating content? Over 50% of you said literally never. Then what I did is I clicked over to your Instagram accounts And I saw that you have posts on your Instagram accounts. Well, my friend, that means that you are a content creator. And so those of you who said literally never, I want you to just kind of shift how you're thinking about content and how you're um, creating content and know that even when you're posting on social media, that means you're creating content, which means you're a content creator. So... I want to talk about what it means to actually create content. A lot of people think that creating content means blogging, and it definitely does mean blogging. Creating content means you're just putting information out in the world that's going to serve someone else. And for us as business owners, the people that we want to serve are our ideal clients, right? So if we can think about, okay, I'm creating content in a way that's going to serve my ideal client and help them get one step closer to hiring me. This right now that I'm doing is content. Like I'm showing up, I'm sharing what I know about some stuff to hopefully help some people. This is creating content. And you can totally do that with your people as well. And we're gonna get into exactly how to do that. So when I say create content, I primarily mean blogging. Don't run away from me, okay? I know photographers hate to talk about blogging, but blogging and creating social media posts. Have you guys seen that reel that's been floating around that's like, uh, I'm a small business owner, which means I'm a content creator, so here's some of my content, right? It's that same kind of thing. I was like, okay, well, I'm a small business owner, which means I guess I have to make content, which means that I guess here's some content. So we're going to talk about how to do that. So the reason that creating content works is because you're giving someone something valuable for free. 
You're giving something that's going to create a relationship, that's going to create some value for free. When you're consistently doing that, when you're consistently creating that content, that week after week after week, people are like, ah, man, Trisha's content is really good. Like, I really like reading her blog. It starts to, whether the client realizes it or not, um, build trust really quickly because they start to see you as an authority. They start to see you as somebody who can um, take care of them because you clearly know stuff and know what you're talking about, right? So um, think about like your favorite influencer. Think about somebody that you follow on TikTok or social media or listen to their podcast, like somebody that you really look up to. And I want you to think about if they were to sell something to you, if they were to um, constantly give content, free, good advice, information, and every once in a while they throw in a like sponsored post, like, hey, sponsored by Members Mark Purified Water. <laughs> um, you guys need to check this out. It's really, really good. Gulp, gulp, gulp. Okay, let's get back to it. Are you like mad at them? No, of course not, right? Because they give you so much value for free. It's the same way with photographers. You can show up, give value for free, and every once in a while say, hey, I have this thing that you might like. Here's some information about it. Okay, let's get back to the free stuff, right? And they start to like you, and that starts to build that trust. That's why creating that content is so, 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 so valuable because you're able to show up and be in front of someone without selling. Because what if I was constantly like, hey, this water, mm, so good. You guys check out this water, 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 water. Mm, this is the benefits and features of it. Okay, bye. See you later. You guys, how often would you get on lives with me? Or how often would you get on a training with me? Or how often would you listen to the podcast? Right? And so it's whenever we can combine this value with a little bit of selling every once in a while that it starts to really become effortless to get hired by our ideal clients. One thing I want to point out is that you don't have to blog to create content. You don't have to blog to create content. I think we think about blogging a lot because it's good for SEO. Like there's a lot of benefits to blogging, but you don't have to actually blog to create content. For example, some of you guys may have not known this. I was actually the host of a podcast before I started the From Better Half to Boss podcast. It was a local doula and I, and we had a podcast specifically for Oklahoma City moms where we would interview um, local experts, like we would interview prenatal chiropractors, we would interview doulas, we would interview um, like other people in our community to share. And that is how we created weekly content. So you do not have to write blog posts in order to create weekly content. If you much prefer to talk and you're like an extrovert and you want to go out and meet people, even if you're not an extrovert, P.S. I'm not an extrovert and I still have a podcast. You can create content that your ideal client finds valuable without having to write a blog post every single week or every single month. Another thing that one of our students have has done, actually several of them have, is sort of YouTube channel. If you're already you know, in the studio taking photos, if you're already doing sessions, what if you just recorded some behind the scenes content that showed people a little sneak peek of what it's like to work with you? So I like blogging. I liked as a photographer blogging and putting the content out there that way in a readable format. But I just wanted to, before we get into the details, really give you permission that you don't have to blog. You can create a YouTube channel. You can create a podcast. There's other ways to get content out. But the core message, the core theme is 
you're creating content every single week. Okay. Whoa. Did anyone just have a panic attack when I said every single week? Let's back it up. Okay. Tavia creates content every single week. You don't have to create content every single week. You can create content once a month. Whatever you feel like is something that you can do consistently, create content once a month. And if you start to go like, okay, I actually have ideas. I'm getting the hang of this. Increase the frequency. But here's the thing. I don't want you to create one piece of content, one blog post, one YouTube video, one podcast, and go, that was really hard. That really took a lot of time. And I don't think I can do this anymore and quit. Because here's the thing. Anytime you're learning something new, like think about the first time you picked up your camera. How difficult was it to remember where the on switch was, how to change your aperture, how to change your shutter speed? It took effort to like stop what you were doing and look at it and change it, right? But now for most of you, it's second nature. It's just like, oh yeah, boop, boop, boop. You do it without even thinking about it. It's the same way with these marketing activities that we do. It's the same way with blogging or however you're creating weekly content at first, it's going to feel challenging. It's going to feel tough. It's going to feel like this is really hard. I can't keep spending X number of hours every month writing a blog, but it's going to get easier and easier and easier. In fact, if you're here and you're inside of marketing school, I wanted to quickly remind you that at one o'clock today, so here in about 50 minutes, I'm doing a training for you guys all about how to use AI, which is artificial intelligence to write blog posts for you. So I'm really excited about that. Just wanted to plug that for marketing school people to make sure you know that that's happening here in about 50 minutes, okay? So when we talk about blogging, I want you to think about basically two different buckets of blogs. You have your client um, session blogs and you have your content blogs, like the things that we've been talking about this whole time, the way that you're gonna give value to people, Okay, so think about it in those two little chunks, because when you have your client sessions, you're going to blog about them in a storytelling way. But that's a little bit different, because if you don't have sessions, then what are you going to blog about? Right. So, yes, I want you doing this if it's valuable to your audience. P.S. Birth stories, nine times out of ten, are very valuable to your audience. If you have birth stories that you can share that's exciting for people to um, read. And so I always, always, always blogged births. And I typically would always blog newborn sessions. I did not typically blog six-month session, 12-month session, family session. It was just harder for me to create an interesting story around those types of sessions. Not impossible, but it's just the workflow that we kind of created. But the type of blogs that I want you to think about today that we're going to be talking about are the content-based blogs, the value blogs, the things where you can say, okay, hmm, what is my ideal client Googling? What is my ideal client searching for on Pinterest? What kind of hashtags are my ideal client searching outside of the realm of photography? And this is so important because as photographers, we immediately think things like, you know, how to find a birth photographer, questions to ask your birth photographer, how to find a newborn photographer. And those things are good. Like, I do think that there's value in blogging about those types of topics. But don't box yourself into this corner of only talking about photography. If you are here, chances are you're a birth photographer or a baby photographer. So I want you to think, what is that mom searching on Pinterest about her pregnancy in general, or maybe about getting pregnant, or maybe about what to do after the baby comes, or maybe what to do, um, 
like pumping or what she's going to do after she goes back to work, like those kind of things. Think outside the photography box when it comes to what types of things to blog about. Okay. We actually have, I actually forgot we had this freebie. <laughs> so don't judge the page and like the design of the PDF because it's kind of old, but I just downloaded it and it's actually really, really good. It has 52 blog post ideas for birth photographers. It would also work for baby photographers. Um, it's at the beautyinbirth.com slash 52 slash five two. So if you're sitting here, you're like, okay, I think I have a few ideas. I could probably come up with something. Go to that URL and download. It's literally going to hand you 52 ideas. So that is in and of itself, all of the ideas, like all the things that you might need to uh, or want to blog about. Okay. So you're going to start with this one piece of content. And this is where I get really excited, (laughs) which is kind of dorky of me. But I actually really am a weirdo that loves creating content. And even when I had my photography business, I loved creating content like weekly for my people. Like I loved creating content. And so that makes me a little strange. So you might not be excited about this, but this makes me really excited. And here's what it is. When you create one long form piece of content, it's so simple to then take that and break it into social media posts. So when you're creating this weekly piece of content or monthly, don't panic, or monthly piece of content. I want you to think about all of the ways that you can break that down into social media posts or Instagram lives, right? So let's say you're going to write about um, five reasons that you should have a home birth or five reasons you should consider home birth. Dude, each of those five points can then become its own blog post. So if you're like, oh, you want to be surrounded by family and friends and have whoever you want at your birth, that can become its own standalone social media post. And you can basically just copy it from your blog post and put it onto social media, like format it a little bit, but do it to where it makes sense. And that can go on social media. When I started doing that and when I realized I could do that, I started to like churn out content like a crazy person because all I had to do was make one blog post and I could make between five and 10 pieces of social media content from that one blog post. Those of you that are here live, if you have questions about this as we're going, let me know because I have a feeling this is not the first time you've heard this. So I would love to know like, what is stopping you from doing this? If you've heard this before, are you doing it? And if not, why not? What's keeping you from doing it? Okay. Because now with reels, it's the same kind of thing. We feel like, oh man, or TikTok. Oh man, now I have to create something else. Like I have to do video. I have to do reels. I have to do TikTok. But if we go back to our piece of content that we're creating once a month, twice a month, once a week, and we go back to that core piece of content and we say, how can I take a piece of this and turn it into a reel? So then you're scrolling through reels and you're thinking about that one thing about how to have a a reason that you should have a home birth. And you're thinking of that while you're scrolling for trends. Boom. It's so much easier to come up with content ideas than if you're just scrolling, trying to think of something, right? So base it on that piece of content. Is this making sense? Are you guys with me? Yes, I will do that, Emily. It's just the beautyinbirth.com slash 52. Um, let me know if you have questions about this because when you really start to understand this and you take that 52, um, blog post, those 52 blog post ideas and you start to create your own content, it really starts to position you as the go-to expert because I guarantee you guys, 
photographers are not doing this and they have not ever been doing this. Photographers are still in the year 2007 when it comes to blogging. And most of them are just blogging client sessions saying, oh, look at this beautiful family, spamming it with SEO keywords and calling it good. And that is such a huge missed opportunity when it comes to what you can actually create and how you can actually position your business as the go-to person for whatever niche that you want to specialize in. And so you can listen to this with one of two lenses. Number one is that sounds really hard. Maybe I've tried something like that before. I don't think I'm going to do that. It sounds too challenging. This, my friend, is what it takes to grow the photography business to the level that you want to grow it. Doing the things that are hard, that are challenging, that take a little bit of effort in the beginning. I'm going back to the camera example. You didn't pick up your camera and know immediately how to take great photos. It took time and effort. And so will this, but it is effort that is well worth it because you know what? Now I have hundreds of blog posts that I can go back to and repurpose content from, reshare that old blog post, pull out something new from it, tell a story from that blog post. It's just a vault of content. So I'm doing the hard work in the beginning, I'm creating it, and then I have it to go back to when I want to create content, okay? I also want to tell you about uh, five different ways that I've been taking content, my weekly content that I create for you guys, and turning it into TikToks and how you can do the same thing, okay? Don't let this overwhelm you. Take a nugget or two with you and go with it, okay? So I have like a sheet on my computer over here where I take the weekly theme of the content. So for you, it might be monthly theme, okay? You're taking your content theme and you're breaking it down into a few categories. Number one is a trend, like I just described. You're thinking of this um, content theme. Let's take take five reasons to have a home birth and you're looking at trends thinking, how can I create a trend from this topic? Okay. The second thing is how can I make this topic inspirational? How can I take this and inspire someone with it? The third is to do a duet on TikTok. I don't know if Reels has this feature yet, but on TikTok, you can go and find somebody who's already created content around this topic and literally duet them and go, mm-hmm, yep, that like, it, you don't have sound and you're just basically it's a way to like reshare their stuff on TikTok. It's so powerful. It's such an easy way to get content out there without actually having to create content. So that's the third thing. The fourth thing is what to do. So if I'm going to say five uh, reasons you should consider having a home birth, this is the, the TikTok where I'm going to list out all five reasons in 15 seconds really, really quickly. I might also take those five reasons and dive a little bit deeper in separate videos. But that's what's so great about Reels and TikTok is they're their own pieces of content. Um, they're their own platforms that you can dig into. Is this making sense? Are you guys with me on this? Like, is this starting to click with you? Let me know in the chat, like if this is starting to make sense. The fifth thing that I do with that weekly piece of content when it comes to creating reels and TikToks is to tell a story about it. So if I'm saying five reasons that you should consider having a home birth, I might tell my own story of having a home birth. I might tell um, a story of a client who had a home birth and share a little bit about their experience. Like the same thing, I'm getting excited, I'm getting excited. The same thing that I would put in a blog post I could quickly tell in a storytelling TikTok in like two minutes or one minute or 30 seconds because I talk really fast. And so everything starts to stem from this one piece of content. 
Okay, you made it to the end of the episode. So I have a question for you. What is your next step with content creation? You're here. You made it to the end, right? So you know I'm going to um, help keep you accountable and take some sort of action from this episode. So maybe it's for you to start a blog. Maybe you've never had one and now's your time to start one. Or maybe it's to put something out there that isn't perfect, but it's done. And you know that done is better than perfect. Or maybe it's to repurpose some of your old blog content into social media content. You spent the time to listen to this episode. So now it's time to go take some action. My friend, remember, if you have a passion, it's not an accident because not everyone loves the thing that you love. So whatever your passion is, I hope that you will get out there and make it happen. Have a great week.